Crosschoke, a TFL Ministries podcast, is brought to you by you. If you want to learn how to support our show, go to patreon.com forward slash TFL Ministries. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 23 of Cross Choke. I am Dakota, one of your hosts, and I am joined, like always, with the entertaining, excellent, elated, erratic, economic, Zachary Anderson. Were you just reading from uh, Daniel Radcliffe's rap? I was just reading from the thesaurus (laughs) slash dictionary. You're just going down the letter E. (laughs) <laughs> the elephant, the elevated, <laughs> the extraterrestrial, oh, the elevator. Yeah, that too. That what's should be my one? nickname, actually. The ele- <laughs> <laughs> That's really true, actually. Anyways, how's your how's your day been so far? <laughs> um, it's been good. We are doing this remotely again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. We're just busy fellas. We are. We are busy fellas. It's about 10 Mm p.m. We've recorded at 7 a.m. And everything in between until I think this is the latest one we've done. Yeah. So far. (laughs) So we're going to do next week's at like 3 a.m., right? Cross joke at night. Cross joke after dark. TM. (laughs) We stole it from (laughs) K-Alpha. Oh, man. Yeah, I've been doing good. We just got done with a good week of training at the academy. We added another kids class, so that's been fun. We've had so many kids that we've wow, really tried to give them all attention in a way that I don't think we could do in two classes. So we Sure. Yeah, so we gave another class this week, and it was really well attended, and I think it's a, a good move for the academy, so that's been a big that's focus cool. this week, yeah. That's way cool. I see you have a Funko Pop in front of your camera. I sure do. This is my buddy Finn from Adventure Time. Are you a, I take it you're an Adventure Time fan. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the whole series multiple times. It's just, man, it's one of those shows that, like, I it started when I was a kid, and it just kind of grew up with me. Right. You know? And it, it got more adult, not in a, like, derogatory way but in a like yeah. like in a expo- explorative way I don't know how, really how to explain it it got more mature it got more adventurous yeah that's right <laughs> adventure time got more adventurous <laughs> it I've, just I've never like, watched an episode of it it's so weird and funny anyways highly recommend you just keep going off you're like i love it i could I love the character is this the topic of today's podcast <laughs> it could be i mean up to you keep going you know what is it reminds it? me of loki oh. sorry is you ever watch courage the cowardly dog yeah so i don't know why but adventure mm. time i associate the two is that weird i feel like that's weird no i don't think it's weird 
kind of the art style. The art style is just kind a of yeah. Bit. And there's some elements where they're like they like toe the the line of like this shouldn't be a kids show. Exactly. Kind of. Especially yeah. like there's a couple pages I watch, or I mean I follow that that put videos up that I watch about like things you didn't notice when you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot actually. Toy Story. Looney Tunes even, bro. Ooh. You know, that's past the line in a lot of, <laughs> a lot of ways. But everybody's sure. just babies now and offended at everything. So, On that note. Looking for quality Brazilian jiu-jitsu training with affordable payment plans in a modern, clean facility? Imperial BJJ is the place for you. Offering discounts for all military personnel, police officers, nurses, firefighters, first responders, and college students, Imperial BJJ is a place to start your jiu-jitsu journey. With classes available from six years old to adult, it's a place where the whole family can benefit together. Did we mention we offer family discounts as well? Imperial BJJ, where beginners start every day. This is Cross Choke, <laughs> one of the Fight Life Ministries podcasts. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Remember, you can get early ad-free access over on patreon.com slash Ministries. Also get other perks, including access to Cross Oak Plus, the ability to submit questions, behind-the-scenes content, uh, get your name read in the credits, and much more. We really appreciate your support on Patreon. And I would say Dakota Yes, we one- do. Sorry. Yes, we <laughs> do. And yes, we can. Uh, but I would say, Dakota, one of the biggest benefits probably being Cross Joke Plus, you know, which you can get access Absolutely. to uh, for just $3 a month at our white belt tier. And on last week's Cross Joke Plus, Dakota, you did an exclusive interview with one of our great friends, Louie. Mm-hmm. And so do you want to tell us just a little bit about that interview? Yeah, absolutely. So we just talked about the struggles and difficulties and also beauty of moving to a new area, starting like a new life, basically adulting. And uh, and just talked about like the, the struggles, but also the amazing things that come out of that. And uh, we both recently have experienced the same thing, uh, both in a little bit different ways, but uh, both for ministry and for family. And so even uh, for fighters, uh, especially if, if you're moving to a new place that we talk about getting connected and just all the all the ways that you can cope with that and also lo- look at it through uh, a, a good lens instead of a negative one. Hmm. It's a great interview. Um, you did a good job leading the way. That. And Louis did a great job of just... He went with Holy it. cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. Yeah, that man needs to start his own podcast. No, he could just be part of ours. That's we, true. we don't need no competition out there. <laughs> he can be, he can be the, the canon to our Curtis hoppy. Oh, we're the no big deal to his hoppy. What? To his real big deal. To his KJ five, two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you could gain access, full access to that episode um, and all of our past episodes as well as some other content by joining us on Cross Choke as a patron. Yes. Can he get the submission? He's got it. He can submit. My submission. That's it. Jake Duran wrote into us on Patreon and he said, what are your thoughts on the leg Kimura? Do you think anyone has the audacity to attempt such a deadly move? And whatever happened to the inventor of said move? Hashtag rip it and stick it. So I think are those the directions? Uh, pretty much on on the Jiu Jitsu Encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah. This Lake is Kimura. Rip it and stick it. 
Uh, how to? There's a. We were at some point gonna create kind of a spoof YouTube channel of, on how to do jujitsu moves. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> and our our saying was like, "All right, guys, so you get right here, you get into position, and rip it and stick it." <laughs> <laughs> it's like a room. better. It's like a better version of shake and bake. Rip like, and stick. That is, that is just <laughs> phenomenal. So without any context, Dakota. Tell me about the leg Kimura. Okay, so on a real note, I know for a fact a Kimura is not done to someone's leg. Okay, I can just guarantee that. But if I were to say a leg Kimura, I'm going to say you try to invert their knee Mm. while they're on the ground and you're standing up. Okay. Dude, you're, you're, you're right on except for you can Kimura someone's leg. What? I'm just kidding. You can't. Oh. <laughs> what if I was You're like, like, you thought you can't, but now you can. Rip it and stick it. YouTube.com. <laughs> so we were going through this journey of trying to just make new moves and just have fun, right? It's like we, we would go like, as you're rolling, you talk out loud and be like, all right, guys, so you want him to think he has your back, right? So he's, <laughs> he's sinking in the choke here. No worries, right? This is right where we want him. And as your, like, face is starting to vein out. <laughs> <laughs> so we were trying to think about – it's called a key lock. Okay, you grab your wrist, and then your other hand grabs, like, their wrist. It kind of makes, like, a square. Gotcha. And so it's called, like, a key lock or, like – I think there's another name for it but it's like a kimura grip but you could do a key lock to americana key lock to a kimura basically that's the two but we were like okay what if you could do that to somebody's leg right you grab their shin you wrap around and then you grab your own wrist but there's zero torque <laughs> or <control>. sure <laughs> like what what's your leverage yeah there's like zero leverage there the wall yeah i, I don't know you, you step on their hip and then rip their knee off i don't know perfect so i kind of was on the right track you totally were uh so as far as i know to my knowledge there's no such thing as a true leg kimura (laughs) unless someone's done it i don't know i mean that didn't come up in your interview with brian Dietz. so Uh, you know my i think the best (laughs) most important submission is the leg kimura what would he have said i don't know i well I kind of feel dumb in that interview because he was like, it was a great interview. Brian did. Yeah. He's so smart. So I was like, okay, what do you think when, you know, you're on the ground, what's the number one submission? And so I was like, well, if I'm on my back and somebody's in my guard, I was like cross choke. And then after saying that, I'm like, that's probably the stupidest answer I've could have done. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like, I could not say cross choke. Right. As soon as you said it, I was like, yes. But in context, when you think about it, if it's a self-defense situation or a one-time submission that should fit in jiu-jitsu sport, MMA, and self-defense, you need, like control. <laughs> you need control of their hands. Something. True. At least one. Because what if they yeah. have a knife? I can't. If I'm choking you unconscious while you're stabbing me in the side... You know, right, it doesn't really even matter. Useful. I put him to sleep, but I'm I've lost a court. <laughs> right. So I'll have to see what Brian has to say about uh, leg Kimura. Hashtag rip it and stick it. <laughs> so thank you for writing in, Jake. 
um, I'm sorry if I shot down the leg Kimura. If you <laughs> do a tutorial on on how to pull it off, so we could know from this euphoric knowledge that you have. Yes. Um, the Pandora's box of submissions is found in Jake's repertoire. Ooh. So, Jake, please, please fill us in as the uh, the inventor of said move. He's gonna get famous off of this. I think so. You just wait. I think so. So remember, you can submit any submissions over on Patreon.com. We would love to read it, talk about it. And also, and it's not just questions, but if you have comments or concerns or corrections, because sometimes Dakota and I are wrong, believe it or not. Oftentimes myself, personally. Wrong. <laughs> or prayer requests, too. Or prayer requests as well. That that's, uh, also doubles as that because we want to stand with you and love people, love our community. And, so, And you can't submit a prayer request unless you're a Patreon. <laughs> so join us for $3 a month and we'll pray for you. <laughs> and join us for $100 a month and we'll personally sign off paperwork giving you a black belt. We'll send letters to Jesus for you. <laughs> Bye, it's like owl. letters to Santa. <laughs> Just kidding. But if you actually do have prayer requests, you can go to tflministries.com forward slash prayer. There's a place where you could do confidential prayer uh, submissions there. And we get we get a couple every now and then. Um, so we just want to make sure people know that that's there. Absolutely. Uh, so in all, in all seriousness, we do love our community and would love 100%. to pray 100%. Absolutely. For $3 a month. <laughs> You're a tool. So, Dakota, you've got some tools. Yeah, I do. In your garage. I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, I do. And in your house. Here's the deal with tools. Every time you need one, you, you have 50 of another tool. <laughs> Every time I need a Phillips head screwdriver, I can find 10 flathead screwdrivers of varying sizes. And vice versa. You're like, okay, I know I have the equal or same amount of Phillips. <laughs> yeah. So talk us through your, like, do you, okay, so I know, like, some guys are really excited about, like, the first tool they have. You know, like, uh, their dad gave them a hammer when they were little. You right. know, stuff like that. Do you have that? No. <laughs> You're like, my first tool was duct tape. <laughs> I've had lots of tools over the years. Just got them as many of them as presents. Others just purchase out of necessity. Um, I have way too many tools of some sorts, not enough of others. What was amazing was when we moved into this house, my father-in-law gifted me a ton of tools, um, different varying saws, including uh, a giant pegboard rack to hang my tools on at your new house yeah right so like it came together in my living room no i'm just kidding you're like above my bed (laughs) uh just look at that (laughs) look at that sawzall Mm. look at my array of blades up on the roof look at all my missing phillips head screwdrivers (laughs) you just see the section where they're all gone (laughs) so i'm that's the thing is I have a lot of tools, but I'm not very organized. You were um, a carpenter for a while. I was a carpenter for like a week. 
was a roofer for a while. <laughs> okay, that's what I meant. You you worked in construction. Yeah, yeah, I've worked in construction quite a bit. I've done a lot of construction projects, fixed a lot of personal things, um, built different other things. I've built a uh, table. I'm looking at it right now. That's really good. It's, you made it out of uh, pallets, right? It's I made it out of blood, sweat, and tears, baby. What were go ahead and maybe share like what are some of the tools you use to make that table? Okay, so first, like my my goal was to completely make a table that my record player could sit on um, out of pallet wood that I had that was left here at this house we bought. So I got a pallet, took a hammer and a saw, and got all the wood pieces. And then I cut them all to length. Then I had a belt sander, sanded all the wood down. Then I had a hand sander. Then I also had sanding pads and sanding blocks. And then I uh, cut it all, screwed it all together, sanded it some more, made it all flat and level. And then I stained it with some cloth and some paintbrushes. And, and here your, it is. Your choice of stain was like next level it's beautiful I, it's super old i bought it when i was living in billings because i it was in our first apartment i was like i'm gonna be so handy i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna build us so many things nope the next time you use it was like five years later the next time i used it was never until we moved into this place so You're like literally well, two months ago i used it <laughs> so but black cherry wood stain mm. Mm. it looks good it's more purple than i would have liked but it's kind of, it's kind of uh gray to me if i'm recalling it correctly. yeah it's, it's like, like a, a gray, gray purple on the floor of home depot kind of gray <laughs> the floor of home depot i live in butte so i don't remember what home depot looks like same but i imagine it would look something like that <laughs> i imagine that's what the floors of heaven look like they're gold baby the floors of hell. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, tools. Lots of tools. Tools. You have tools. I have some tools. I'm not that handy, but I have kind of – I found I I get more and more tools out of the necessity to need them. Yeah, right? exactly. Like I'm not just a guy that goes down and, you know, piddles through triple S to find the latest right. saw, right? But like if I need it, I'll go buy it. So yeah. I've needed I found some of that. myself being that guy, though. Oh, you go like look at tools for fun. Sometimes I go to the pawn shop and I'm like, hmm, really? I bet I could use that. It's because yeah. I'm an old, I'm an old man, dad now. You were meant to be a boomer, dude. Like I was not. <laughs> I really think it's. I think I was so. meant to be dead. What? <laughs> it should be greatest generation or older. I was literally thinking about this earlier or yesterday actually because of all of the random like sicknesses and like organs i've lost i was thinking if i was born in the 1800s i would have been just another one of those statistic kids born you know you you birth 10 kids expecting eight of them to die i would have been one of the eight but I live in 2020, so I'm alive. You're just being put together by like modern technology and science. The They're only like, thing yep, you alive is modern. You would have died. You would have freaking died. Well, I'm glad you're still here. See, so that's how I know 
I was meant to be a millennial Gen Zer person. Yeah, yeah, that's the name of them. Well, I don't know what I am because I'm on the edge. <laughs> am I on one the edge? The, one of the millennials. <laughs> so, I'm Dakota, not. a subject that's near and dear to our hearts as the fight <laughs> life is basically making Jesus famous. Okay, is is making him known, fulfilling the Great Commission. Everything we do is to bring glory to his name. We've yeah. talked about that extensively on this podcast, right? For sure. And this is done by using what's at our disposal for that goal. Absolutely. To bring glory to God. Using whatever tool, right? Whatever tool we may have. Sure. And so, of course, we have the physical tools like to build a house or a project or, you know, the old cherry, black cherry uh, stain. You know, yeah, baby. High nickname, actually. But <laughs> is maybe you can share a little bit about some of the other tools that sure. may not be as obvious that you have seen or use yourself to bring glory to God. Absolutely. So, I mean, everyone has their certain giftings and, and talents and, uh, and tools. Um, for me, I'm, I'm very outspoken when I need to be very personable with people. I can make, I can make a, a great connecting relationship in an instant, which has really helped me in uh, the market for like for jobs. Um, I can usually easily get a job. Like, unless I live in Butte for some weird reason. Um, That's can, everybody in Butte. Yeah. Um, and then in that job, it's just a great tool to have, um, specifically for my current job in the real estate world, being able to connect with someone off of any topic. Um, it, it just really it gains a level of trust, and then people want to do business with someone that they trust. Um, I think it's just a human, a human quality that people have. Kind of the entrepreneur, win people yeah, over. Absolutely, and it's it's not a bad thing. I mean, no. it could be used as a bad thing, but it's definitely it's a it's a beautiful thing where I can just be friendly and and get to know people very quickly. Um, some other tools I have, uh, obviously, I I'm a person who doesn't like to give up on something. I like to work and work and work until it's done, and then as soon as I'm do- it's done, I'm like. I'm done. <laughs> so, um, but because I have that, that tool, I've applied it to like music. Um, I love music. And so I've learned every, mu- every, um, instrument I can put my hands on. I've learned all types of different musics. I've been in many different types of bands and projects. And uh, I just, I have that tool. Obviously I know that's a gifting as well, where, um, not everyone has that. Um, so that's, that's definitely, I'm blessed with that. Let's see. What else am I good at? It's hard to brag about yourself and think about <laughs> what you're good at, you know? Well, I would agree with some of the things that you're talking about with yourself for sure. And I would say too, yet you are very good at, um, being considerate to people. Oh, um, I appreciate in that. In a lot of ways, I mean, you, you relate well, kind of goes back to your ability yeah. to communicate, but you, you do a you've actually taught me a lot on this is how to meet people where they are for who they are. Sure. You know, I think a lot of times, especially in ministry or even in my position as an instructor is you instantly start to see people's potential 
and mm-hmm. speak to them as if they were already at that potential that you see. Sure. You know what I mean? You talk to them as yeah. if they were somebody they weren't, like who they could yeah. be. Yeah. You just so, like drift dust over them. Right. Right. Spin in circles around and which they're caught can, there like, oh, okay. Th- which can actually come from a good motive. You know, oh, absolutely. But you're skipping over the real them. You know what sure. I mean? So I guess you you do a really good job of meeting the real them. You know, you 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 don't you're not yeah. you're very non judgmental to people. Oh, thanks, um, man. So I did think of one other yeah, yeah. tool that I that is definitely in my wheelhouse that I use a lot is and it still relates back to the like not wanting to quit something, is uh um is thinking outside of the box. And that has I've really seen that come to play in my current job as a property manager is when I see a problem, um, it's not often that I don't find a solution. And if I can't, I do everything I can to find the solution. So if something's not working out with my maintenance team and they're like, you know, we tried it how we're supposed to, we're supposed to do this thing. I won't stop giving suggestions of why don't we do this instead? Why don't we try this other avenue instead. Why don't we call this person and see what they're thinking about it? Yeah, I don't know. I just can't help myself but think that way, you know? To, to problem solve, yeah. To yeah. think creatively, to think different. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that as well. And you, you mentioned that at, at one moment you were like, man, I don't want to brag about myself. It, it feels like that, right? Right. You know, it's, it, it's difficult to evaluate yourself positively. It's true. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's pretty general. But I feel like it's pretty specific to each person. You know, when you're like, oh, man, tell me about yourself. You know, you're like, oh, this, this, this. But, you know, when you start to really look at yourself, we normally highlight the negatives. That's a good point. You know, and so when it's like, okay, tell me something good about yourself. It's like, oh, well, I could read. You know, you know, <laughs> I know we, how to walk. You, you know, it, like that. Like we, it's it's so easy to just look at little things, but we don't give ourselves sure. a lot of credit. It's um, true. Which I don't think is healthy. You know, no. you could you could be confident, but not cocky. <laughs> but maybe it's just easier to diagnose what tools you're missing in your tool bag mm. than looking at what you actually have and using them. And at the same time, balancing that with knowing it doesn't make you any less sure. if those things aren't perfected. Yeah. Um, because it's not by works that we are made holy before God. Right. Yeah. It's, then that's what we're going to kind of talk about a little bit. But starting there, right, with the understanding that all we have is to be surrendered and stewarded unto the Lord. You know, yeah. we read about like in um, Colossians 317, it talks about whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to him through God the Father. Yeah. Right. Whatever we have, whether it's, you know, the ability to win people over, like you said, you know, like, um, you know, the entrepreneur within can be used for sure. good or bad. <laughs> it's true. So it's like, okay, um, let's you, whatever I do, whatever I say, let's do it under the Lord. It really is a, a pretty easy concept to understand, mm-hmm. you know, and you could go into the material side of things too. Like we were kind of mainly talking about like, okay, what am I good at? What do I, what are my strengths? You know, what can I bring to the table for a positive impact? Mm-hmm. You know, then there's the other side of like, okay, what do I have? Okay, well, you know, I have my phone, I have the internet, I have, sure, you know, whatever, I have an academy, you know, um, you know, the material, material things. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a car with four wheels on it, you know, that I could help, I don't know, travel to people, you know, whatever, I don't know, whatever the sure. looks like. 
Strong back, weak mind. Dude, that's all that's all I need in my life. That's <laughs> all the world needs to accomplish a lot. <laughs> right. But it's a it's true. But um <laughs> but it's it's a pretty easy concept, right? Whatever I have yeah. is to be given, surrendered to God, stewarded for his glory. But this goes deeper than what we have. And that's what I want to kind of to, to talk sure. about this this undisputed subject is is it goes deeper than what we have, but to who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe we could talk a little bit um, about that, and specifically a story in the Bible about the rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. Right, a pretty familiar story to a lot of people in um, Mark chapter ten. Right, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it kind of just just to paraphrase it. Right, the rich young ruler comes up to Jesus and is like, mm-hmm. "Yo, what um, must I do to in- inherit eternal life?" Right. Yeah, and Jesus kind of gives him a list like you must not commit adultery, you know, don't cheat, don't steal, kind of just general rules, right? Yeah. And the rich young ruler is like, okay, I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young, mm-hmm. and Jesus says, go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and your treasure will be in heaven, and then follow me. Mm-hmm. And at that, right, it, it says like his face fell. Um, he went away sad because he had. A lot of money he had a lot of possessions yeah you know and i think we interpret that story a lot of times as money's bad sure just after that jesus is like you know how hard is it for a rich person to inherit inherit the kingdom of god mm-hmm. and you know there's another verse out there that's like um i don't know where this is but it's like money is the root of all evil you know like that's interpreted that way the love of money. The love of money, and that's just it. Is it's not that the money or the possessions are necessarily bad, but they so easily corrupt our identity and our mind and our our uh, our focus, our urges, yeah. our ideas. So that's what Jesus was talking about, right? Is because this guy has done everything right. Say his tools, mm-hmm. right? He, at his disposal, he was doing good works, right? He wasn't stealing, he wasn't cheating, you know that kind of idea. But yeah. Jesus got to the, the center of it, which was his heart. Mm. And his heart was corrupted with the love of money. Mm-hmm. And so he went away sad because he had so much money, so many possessions. Mm-hmm. And that comes into this idea that Jesus wants our heart more than our action. Sure. But through our heart, actions go forward. Right? It's not yeah. like... Jesus, I'm yours, and I do nothing. <laughs> right? Right. But it's out of, okay, Jesus, I'm yours, therefore, my acts of faith follow it up. Yeah. But we oftentimes get it wrong and do things for God while our heart is not right. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's I mean, that's such a common thread in Christianity. I don't know if you'd agree with that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, at, uh, at our job... Um, our our company name is based off of a Bible verse. And so all the time in, in a beneficial way, people come to us and say, oh, I love your company. I love that, like what it stands for. I want to partner with you guys or I want to rent from you because of that reason. But we also have people that are like, I can't believe you would use that as your name. That's such a corrupt thing. Like you're just using that so people get to you. It's just, It's kind of like Christian rappers. It's like people are like, they're just using the name of God so they get money. You know, but we all know how much money is in Christian hip hop. <laughs> it's 
gonna say, yeah, it's right. like a million dollars between all of them. So, unless you're Kanye, I mean, R- really though, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to go on a bunny trail. Come on, got me a morning, yeah. <laughs> but the 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 idea here is that Jesus is focused on the heart, right? Mm-hmm. In you know. So many, it's all through scripture, right? All through the Bible, all through a lot of what Jesus taught is he wants to get to the center of your heart, the darkest corners of who you are, the places that we don't even know we have that are corrupt, Mm -hmm. right? Like the human heart is so corrupt, who actually knows how corrupt it is except for Jesus? It's true. Now that is where true glory stems from. And that's what I kind of want to talk about. Again, it's if you give to the poor, great. (laughs) You know, if you're volunteering at your church, great. If you're an instructor teaching jujitsu, I mean, you could do good things, but still miss the point. Yeah. And that's kind of where this conversation comes in. And the main story or the main teaching that I wanted to talk about today is in Second Timothy 2, 20 through 23. So it's uh, three verses here. And I'm just going to go ahead and read this and then we could kind of dissect this a little bit. We could talk about it as much or as little as we want. And so this is kind of I, I've, I've never really heard this preached on that much. And so I'm going to be honest, oh, yeah. I don't know what translation this is in, but I don't, I've never even read these words. Oh. I'm being complete. I mean, I've probably read them, Yeah, but I've never Caught thought about this. them. Yeah. yeah. So it says this, in a wealthy home, some utensils are made of gold and silver and some are made of wood and clay. The expensive utensils are used for special occasions and the cheap ones are for everyday use. If you keep yourself pure... You will be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean, and you will be ready for the master to use for every good work. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lusts. Instead, pursue righteousness, or instead pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call upon the Lord with pure hearts. Again, I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. Mm-hmm. That's pretty applicable to today, huh? Amen. Yeah, like I've heard the last two verses plenty of times, but mm. verses 20 and 21, the first two, I've never heard that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Again, I don't, I, uh, it's, it's funny, right? Like, I don't know why this is skipped over or overlooked sure. or not talked about much. I read this for the first time, you know, years ago. But I remember like going back in that Bible and rereading that and just the idea of, you know, I, it's a great visual, right? Sure. You have your, your little plastic fork from Wendy's, you know, you got your, <laughs> your everyday fork that you like, and then yeah. you got your forks and utensils that you use when and you, you got your, them over. And you got your pitchforks. <laughs> yeah, your fork in the road. Then you, you got, got your, your fork spork. knives. <laughs> Right, but this this idea of, you know, oh, man, we're going to use the really good silverware tonight. You know, sure. we have a special meal. You know, we have special guests. Um, you know, that idea. And that is how we are to be used by God, is to be like that special utensil for, for every good work. Mm-hmm. You know, and in verse... 21 is where it all comes together, like the key to this, right? If we are to be an expensive utensil for special occasions, not just a cheap one for everyday use, 
it says if, right, in verse 21, if <laughs> you keep yourself pure. Yeah. Right, then it kind of gives some examples of that, right? If you give, if you keep yourself pure, right, he reiterates, you'll be a special, special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean and so on. Verse 22, and this is where, uh, you know, we're pretty familiar with some of these verses, right, is run from anything that stimulates youthful lusts. Um, enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with, with pure hearts. So purity, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when you think of purity, what's the first thing you think of? Mm, sexual immorality. Yeah, right. I'd agree. And that's, if you notice, like any lists, like in Corinthians or Galatians or any time it compares righteousness to corruption and they mm-hmm. have lists, usually, I believe, almost on every one, is the first thing listed on any sins is sexual immorality. And I think there's a reason for that. <laughs> is it so easily corrupts and overtakes our mind? Absolutely. And I know you and I have shared, you know, in the past, some of our struggles with that. You know, we've been mm-hmm. transparent with one another. And it's a struggle that everyone faces, no matter who Absolutely. you are. Guy or girl, no matter how old, the, the temptations of sexual immorality are always there. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, literally within five seconds, you could find something on your phone if you're looking for it. Sure. You know, you know I mean, it's, it's, it's right there all the time, whether it be that I bet, or uh, anything else. I bet a modern day rich young ruler would have that at the root of the problem. Because you see the that with power is the corruption of money. <laughs> um, like in, in today's world, we see, and it's been a lot more transparent in recent years, which is great. But we can easily see the corruption of money with power, even in the church. Okay, you can absolutely see someone... Uh, laundering money or whatever, but it's such a hidden sin for mm-hmm. for purity. But that's another thing that comes with power is 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 sexual immorality, one hundred percent. Yeah, like I deserve it's, this, or I could earn this, or I could get away with this, or or I can buy this. Exactly, and the, and it's lies that we tell ourselves which corrupt, and that's the whole idea here is to be non corrupted. Mm-hmm. And of course, through sexual immorality, that's one way we could become impure, right? You mentioned money is another one. Um, wrong motives, I would say, coming back to pride. You know, I've I've dealt with this where you're like, man, I need to prove myself or do well, you know, and that oftentimes takes away from our ability to be purely used for God's glory because we're making about us. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love our our biggest TFL motto is "suck at it until we don't anymore." <laughs> you know, it's it's not about us. You know, of course, we try to do things with excellence. You know, mm-hmm. the podcast, the quality, um, the consistency, the value, the authenticity, QVCA. You know, mm-hmm. we do our part, but in the middle of this, it's not about us. All we're trying to do is be good stewards of what we have, but first and foremost, it's you having good character, me having good character, being as pure as possible all the time before God on the chopping block, let him have his way with our lives. And <laughs> with that idea is we're able to be used for him sure. more so than we would if we just tried to do it alone. 
think about the tools that you have like physically um like are you going to use the tool that's like all chipped up and broken or are you going to use the one that's like actually working right and stuff mm. and not to say god doesn't use things for his glory in in everyday circumstances because he does i mean it even says in the scripture it's for everyday use uh, are the are the cheaper tools made out of clay mm-hmm. but it's for those special occasions that those expensive utensils are used mm-hmm. right so well, i guess really what is what does it come down to do you want to be the the cheap tool that or do you want to be the expensive tool <laughs> that's right do you want to be the wendy's fork or do you want to be the chick-fil-a knife you know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's the best example <laughs> I just feel like Chick-fil-A has good qualities. Um, everything about them is just. Or, dude, have you have you been to Taco Del Sol lately? Yes. The, I was uh, there last week. Their burrito bowls. Yes. The quality of those bowls, dude. 100%. Like, I, I just, I want to keep them, you know? Like, <laughs> you want to wash them? Yeah. They're like that good, like. You don't, you don't they're made out of bowl. they're made out of paper and you're like over there scrubbing it down oh, dude they're like it's like thick and it's like a hearty cardboard you know yeah like i'll, I'll use that for everything <laughs> but you get your uh your taco john's frito olay little boat paper thing you know you're throwing that thing away with with frito olay still in there right? <laughs> not yeah frito what are they called they're not frito olays Potato Olays. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Frito Olays? <laughs> Whoa, you just invented a new food. <laughs> so, Dakota. Like, uh, sorry. I was just saying that I think this is a really hard topic to consume. Maybe it's why it's not talked about that much because you have to really come to terms with yourself and, and focus on how do I want to stretch myself into being the best version of me. Exactly. So what would so let's kind of maybe just try to pull a couple things out from this that we can apply to sure. our lives. So what are some ways that we could talk about to stay pure? Like maybe what are some of the things that you do? I'll share maybe a couple things that I do uh, because we know that that's the key, right? We we call it um, is uh, um, areas of prevention. Sure. Right? What areas in our lives are preventing us from transforming? to from the the clay fork into the gold fork yeah so maybe you could share just a little bit about some of the things that you do to uh keep the areas of prevention away sure so i mean there's lots because purity i think goes much more past sexual immorality like it's a character trait that you can apply to your whole life but specifically for like phone time i i used to be so bad at spending just hours on my phone so recently, um, put put like iPhone has great um, options to limit your exposure to apps. So that's been a huge thing for me. Um, having just being an open book with other people, friends, companions, significant others, just no barriers. Everything's on the table. Uh, you can search through underwear drawer. You can search through whatever you know. It's, I'm glad you it's said drawer. Open. You can search through my underwear. <laughs> um but yeah i mean just being being open um i think for younger people curfews are great um especially for single people like i think staying out past a certain time can be nothing but 
bad, and I've experienced that myself, so I know firsthand. Right, what no, that, what no that dates means. at Taco Bell past midnight. <laughs> that was some advice you gave me just the other day. It's true. It's true. I did, but it's very true. Yeah, so nothing it, good happens. It's true. Um, I think being alone in circ in certain circumstances, and obviously there's a level of responsibility where. You just need to be mature one day and be able to be alone with yourself without being an idiot. But um, if you can help not being alone in certain circumstances, then don't be alone. Be with someone else because you're a lot smarter when you're with someone else. Mm -hmm. Or let me put it this way. You're a lot less dumb <laughs> when you're with someone else. Not necessarily smarter. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. You know, is I think – we would like to think we're more capable of staying holy than we are. Mm -hmm. And I have fallen into that. Like, Oh, I could handle it. You know, that idea, you know, yeah. I can handle it. And no, <laughs> mm -hmm. maybe for a little while, but when you start to, at least when I I've experienced this multiple times and again, we we're, by no means are we there, you know, absolutely you, know, you or me, but we're cognizant and intentional about growing as an above reproach lifestyle, mm -hmm. you know, is to, to be above, not above other people, but above the commonality accepted ways yeah. of culture. And so we're to rise above that, to be salt, to be light, to be uh, conduits of glory, to be the utensil that God desires to use for his works. Yeah. And for me, that is one thing that I always have to remind myself of is to, is, is the why, you know, mm -hmm. okay, why, <laughs> you know, if you, if you stay missional in your mind, like, uh, focused on the goal, you know, mm -hmm. okay, the goal is God's glory. Why he's worthy. Why he created me for that reason to be in an intimate relationship with him. And if I stay focused on those simple truths, I know that my actions will follow in a lot better, <laughs> better way than if I would sure. overlook those things. Do you think that can be applied to fighting where instead of just relying on the things that, you know, if you fall back on your character and your like faithfulness to the sport, that'll take you farther than, oh, I don't yeah. know. Dude, totally, totally. I, I Maybe a way to say it would be like, your attitude will take you further than any technique. <laughs> there you go. You know, your character will take you further than any natural talent. Yeah. Um, and you're, you've, you, yeah, you're totally correct because it's easy to get lost in the little things, right? Like sure. we, could, we could sit here and argue Calvinism and Arminianism, right? We could, we could argue different theological perspectives, you know, um, which comes back to verse 23 is don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. <laughs> right. But we could sit here and argue little things, especially sure. about faith. Right. All the while it's very similar to how we can in jujitsu or in fighting, you know, the tiny little details of moves, which are important. All of it is okay. Right. It's okay to talk about Arminianism. It's yeah. okay to talk about Calvinism. It's okay to talk about the little details of theology. Armbar placement. Armbar placement, you know, oftentimes the biggest victories come from the littlest details. Yet, you cannot forget the trajectory of why sure. you're doing what you're doing. An armbar is an armbar is an armbar. 
right? <laughs> Which is the the ultimate goal of jujitsu is to control. Yeah. Right. If I don't think that way, I'll miss the point of why we do what we do. You know, the ultimate goal of Christianity is an intimate relationship with, with Jesus, which spills out as acts of faith, which in turn uh, shares with other people the truth that they need him to. Right. It's this reciprocal yeah. um, thing of the Great Commission. Right. Which is the same thing with jujitsu. Right. So. <laughs> Yeah, I would totally agree with that. But it, all in all, in this whole, the grand scheme of what we could pull away from this, would you agree that the idea here is our responsibility is to be real with ourselves? 100%. Um, you know, talking about tools and abilities, everybody's built different. Many people have similar qualities, but um, I mean, I have to come to terms with that to further the kingdom of God or even in the fighting realm, uh, I'll never be a fighter like you would be. Um, our bodies are just built different. Sure, we could fight and roll, but I can't pull off the, some of the moves you can. But also I can use my body in, probably in different ways that you can too. Exactly, right. And I think we just have to not really come to terms with, but just like – explore that identity because it needs to be rooted in your in your true characteristics um you know as christians our identity is completely rooted in jesus but i don't i'm not going to preach the same as another person i'm not going to minister to others the same and that's a good thing i mean i I have specific qualities that god's given me on on purpose you know you're it's almost like being comfortable in your own skin Mm -hmm. like being yourself and I think today's culture really pushes for you to not be comfortable being you. Yeah. You know, and it has for a long time, you know, just there, like, be somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Just change your sexual orientation. <laughs> a couple times. You don't even need to have the procedure. Just say you're a different sex. Oh. Yeah. It's, but it's a, it's an, it's an attack on identity. Yeah. You know, it really is a very real thing. You right. know, um, that, makes you question who you are, you know, and I think, I think the enemy, right? Cause the battle's not against flesh and blood, but there mm-hmm. is a true spiritual battle over your soul. And yeah. I think if the enemy can get you to doubt or question who you are, then the process of glorifying God has never started. It never takes root because there's never a true intimate meeting with the real you and God, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I think it takes, it's such a big deal oftentimes for people to, to truly come to grips with God because they have to hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to absolutely try everything and realize, man, nothing is satisfying the, the real me. Yeah. You know, until finally you're at the bottom of the hole and you look up and it's Jesus's hand going down saying, Hey, I'm, I've been here the whole time. Let's go <laughs> get up. Yeah. <laughs> get up off your, off your knees and off your butt. Let's go. Yeah. So, yeah, so with that, the the big if is if we are a, a tool for God's glory, you know, and that is what we want to be. We want to be a good tool, not just the Wendy's fork, but <laughs> the, the, the fork that when your great-grandma comes over, you pull it out of the drawer, and that's the fork she gets to use, right? Ah. So focus on character more than action, more than material. Yeah. 
and that can apply to your relationship with God, that can apply to your 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 jujitsu journey, right? Is to focus on your character of who you are, and that will take you further than any technique. This episode was brought to you by Next Generation Services, proudly serving Butte, Montana since 2017. Visit them at ButteLandscapers.com. So for Banana Split this episode, oh my gosh, I I was reminded because it's, you know, it's October, it's Halloween season. Okay, I was reminded of something that happened this summer that was totally embarrassing. Um, so my friend came over from Billings, my friend Ryan, and we're going to go uh, to the drive-in because the drive-in in Billings kind of sucks, to be honest. Their screen sucks, whatever. So go- coming to the drive-in in Butte's kind of a treat. And so... Um, the new Ghostbusters movies coming out. The one it's like a generational one where it's like the the original four is grandkids or whatever. It's oh. supposed to be this new thing. It has people from the Stranger Things cast and huge huge hit for this summer. So, anyways, uh, it's posted all over the drive-ins Facebook page. We show up, they have posters. Up, we pay the money. We pull in. And something just kind of felt off about the previews and everything. And then all of a sudden it started showing a preview for this movie, the new Ghostbusters. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. I don't know why you'd show the preview for a movie we're about to see. Then the movie started and it was the same intro as the original Ghostbusters movie. And I'm like, I wonder if they're going to like pan to a, a TV and all the kids are watching it or something. Nope. We paid to go watch the original Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> so I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. This is really embarrassing. So I go back on their Facebook page and they changed the picture knowing that they made a mistake. Oh, no. Because they totally advertised for the new movie, which hasn't even come out yet because of COVID delays. And they just played the original Ghostbusters. So I, it was, I felt totally bamboozled and yeah. totally embarrassed. Oh, but man. we stayed through the whole movie and it actually ended up being pretty cool to watch like an older movie like that in the drive-in theater. Mm-hmm. It was that, cool. that was pretty cool. Can you imagine like being the owner of the drive-in and you're like, hey, Billy, do we still got the original Ghostbusters back there? <laughs> <laughs> Throw that in. <laughs> They they paid to watch Ghostbusters. They're gonna see it. <laughs> They'll never know the difference. They'll never know. Oh man, that's funny. I bet what happened is they just Googled Ghostbusters movie poster, and then just like put the first one they could on or something. I don't know. Yeah. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Seeing the best in people. See, I mean that's that's what you do. That's true. <laughs> I hate it. And his name is John C. All right, our walkout song of the week is Walk It Out, believe it or not. I mean, it was very fitting by Kano. And uh, this just came out, I think, like last week. Dude, just just bars. Just just vibing. <laughs> it was really good. It's shorter. It's only like two and a half minutes or I think three minutes. It's like one of a little shorter songs. But all you need is 30 seconds. But all you all you need, man. You just got to get to the cage. So really, really good song. Um, and again, if you have a song that you would like us to play or have heard one that somebody else did or even an embarrassing one, like we'll play it. Like 
So absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, please submit that to us. But here's a preview of that one. This episode's verse is James chapter 1, verse 17. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. And when you look into it, you gotta look into it. Look oh, into it. I'm when you look into, into it. it. Until all know by Heath Adamson. So we stand on the edge of yet another generation of young people who must know God as well as know his works. These two are inseparable. His works reveal his character. We know what it's like to see God provide for all our needs. We were there when he took an impossible situation and turned it around. We know his miracles and presence are as real and accessible as ever. That's why it's up to us to take the next generation by the hand and walk together in full awareness of the power of God. It's a book I've just started and uh fit really oh, cool. well into all this you know is like just the power of god the presence of god and it's our responsibility to share that and to lead others um in that truth so, let me yeah. know when you're done reading it because uh, i'd love to like uh pick up a copy if you think it's a good read oh dude for sure and it's really it's, it's smaller it's not it's oh so perfect so it'd only take me like a year to read probably <laughs> oh great man i'll finish that by like the next election From our family to yours, Family Roots Restaurant in the heart of Uptown Butte offers quality food from scratch at affordable prices. With prime ribs starting at 5 p.m. every Friday and Saturday and desserts like cheesecake, pies, cakes, and gluten-free options, there is certainly something at Family Roots to satisfy your cravings. Dine-in, pickup, curbside, and delivery available Wednesday through Sunday. Check out their Facebook page at The Family Roots to stay up-to-date on any specials, desserts, and homemade soups. Family Roots Restaurant. Dakota, that's all we got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were just going to hit something right there. Like, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, but thank you for joining us today. We hope everyone has had a great day or has a great day. Uh, we'll be back for Cross Choke Plus next week. Also, we have a special promotion going on right now at our White Belt tier. So anybody who joins us at the time of the this upload... Um, anyone who joins us on Patreon at our white belt level, which is $3 a month, we will send you a Bible, um, just for joining us at $3 a month. If you already have a Bible and want to join us there, we'll give you a Bible to give away. Um, it's a full NLT Bible, Old Testament, New Testament. And so, um, that promotion is only going to last one week. And so be sure to join us at the white belt level to get yourself a Bible. Uh, a special thank you to all of our purple belt patrons. Isaiah Optimus Prime Rodriguez. The Skeleton Key, Jake Duran. <laughs> Luis Darth Vader Lopez. So if you'd like us to give you a custom fighter name each and every episode, get your name read in the credits, please join us at our Purple Belt level on Patreon, and we will catch you next time. Next time. <laughs>
thank you so much for listening to season three of Cross Choke. It was a blast creating this episode, and we hope you enjoyed listening. Feel free to follow Zach at Andobute and myself at South for a day. Have a phenomenal day and join us next time on Cross Choke. What's funny is at this moment after recording, I have like no idea what we said. <laughs> what did we talk about? Hopefully it was good. Yeah, like I, I don't know. It's not necessarily that money was a bad thing, but money so easily corrupts our minds and our hearts. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was trying to turn my notifications off. Flip the button on the upper left hand. <clears throat> it didn't have that setting on. So it, I don't know what it was doing. I used to just be a gamer. Now I'm recording podcasts. Chicka, chicka, check, 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 check. Gift got great global goods gone glorious. Getting godly in the game with the glorious. You know what? You're a tool, okay? <laughs> Thanks, man. You too. You're just like a you're just like a rake, you know? Pretty much. You're just like a you're just like a Swiss Army knife. You're a jigsaw. You're you're just like a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like a snow shovel. We're reel it back in. We haven't used that I one. Wanna, I want to go on the black diamond. Oh, that was funny. I was like, "What are you talking?" Bring about? it on, baby. I was thinking like I was thinking like black cherry or like black diamond. I'm like, "What are we talking about?" These are all my rapper names. <laughs> Here's what Abby told me and what I learned for the first time today. The first day of potty training, you let your kid run around without a diaper on. So that, and you just watch them the whole day. And as soon as they start going, you bring them to the bathroom or to the toilet or whatever. Hmm. That's how you start potty training. Really? Kind of, yeah. I'm glad I don't have a kid. Just saying. Yeah. I have a dog. <laughs> Is that what you do with your dog? Well, I, that's what I associate every like childlike thing you talk about to like my dog. And what we did was instead he had no choice but to pee outside. So, <laughs> speaking of which, he's like, Lord, what, are you, okay, baby. "What are you talking about?" What are the odds of that happening, huh? He knew. He knows. He's like, don't you tell him about how I learned to pee. <laughs> but we just took him outside like every three hours, so that yeah. way, any he he associated any time he was outside, it was potty time. You know, so it was like I I think we had him potty trained in like ten days, like so he. I mean, maybe a couple accidents after that just because we didn't time it right. And it was like, oh, all of a sudden he was peeing on the mat or on the floor, you know. <laughs> on the mat. Yeah. But, but, you know, you're in jujitsu a lot when all you talk did about you, is mats. Did you teach him any jujitsu moves yet? Um, I'm teaching him the leg Kimura <laughs> right now. Yeah. Rip it and He's stick really it. getting the paw grip down. All, all I say is, paw. Thor, rip it and stick it. <laughs> Better watch out, man. <laughs> he sweeps your leg. <laughs> Grabs the leg. Just cranks it hard. Your knee just bursts into 15 little pieces. Speaking of which, remember that video I sent you the other night of that oh, guy jumping off the dude, wrestling ring? 
That was the worst video. But I couldn't stop watching it. Me either. I've never seen anything worse in my entire life. 